0: Hi, this is linda and this is leslie with less talk today we are here with terry ewert yes so excited
1: about terry being our guest because you know why linda all three of us go way back yes <laughs> yes we did that's right we all go way back to
0: when we were in elementary school so this yes, is really nice.
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes so today we're here to talk about interracial marriage this is a big topic of um just a little bit different in relationships of how and what does it look like? And I love this topic because all three of us have different points of view of this yes, that we can is. share. So let's get started. Leslie, you want to ask her the first
1: question? I sure time, do. Mary. Carrie, can you give us a little bit about yourself? Tell us a little about your background and then we'll go right into the interview.
2: Sure. Um, As you said, you know, uh, the three of us ladies, um, we know each other because we grew up in the same community, and that is a blessing. So it's a blessing to be here today, and thank you for having me. Um, I uh, have to say that uh, I'm excited to discuss this topic because um, I am in an interracial marriage, and um, I have three beautiful children. Um, one child is a product of that relationship and two from you know previous relationship but my husband who is Caucasian um, is just a blessing and uh, for me it was always going to be important to find someone who was going to love me as well as my children as if they were his own. And so um, for this man to come into my life and be that blessing um, is just extraordinary. And so um, the support and the love I get from him is, you know, I can't talk enough about it. I, I I brag on him and he's like, oh, you make me sound like I'm so special. And I'm like, you are. So um, it's just really awesome to be able to kind of highlight some of the, very positive things and experiences that we've had in our relationship, being an interracial marriage.
1: I love it. Terry, can you kind of give us a brief way of how you guys met back to the
2: first question? So we met through friends. And um, so it was kind of a blind date. And I do have to admit that I was really, really, like kind of intimidated because A, I don't do blind dates and um, B, I was in a situation where I was attending school, part time, working full time. And so um, I was grateful for that setting that we were meeting because, I mean, I didn't go out, I don't do clubs Mm -hmm. and being a mom and working full time. And like I said, going to school, I just didn't have time to, you know, be out and mingle and whatnot. So, um, but like I said, I was very like nervous and I even um pulled up to the place too scared to go in and then went home really (laughs) yes and so but before I went home I saw this man come out of the place and I was like oh he's cute so I hope the guy that I'm meeting (laughs) is as cute as he is and this is hilarious because it turned out to be him and um Went all the way home, and uh, he called me. He was like, um, I've been here for a while, so where are you? And I'm like, oh, I was I was there, but I was too afraid to go in. And um, he's like, girl, get up here. Like, yeah. hello, what are you doing? Yeah. So that kind of put me at ease. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll come back. And I went in, and, you know, it's been history ever since. But Listen, yeah, love I almost... Second almost didn't meet him because I was just too chicken to, to go in. But um, I don't know if I can say it, it was love at first sight, but it was definitely attraction at first sight. So um, yeah, I knew that I, I, I liked him.
1: I love it. Now, Terry, how many years have you guys been married?
2: Okay, so gosh, he always says a thousand years when people <laughs> ask him, and I'm just like, that's not funny. But okay, so yeah, um, yeah, we married in 2006. So that's what, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, so 14,
1: 14 15. Yes.
2: Almost had to count fingers and toes, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. Four,
1: now, Terry, during these 14, 15 years that you guys have mm-hmm. been together, what would you say were some of the highlights and the challenges of being in an interracial marriage?
2: Yes. You know, there's with any relationship, of course, there's highlights as well as challenges. So, you know, not even including the the interracial aspect of it. But um, for my husband and I, I would say that the highlight, I'll always start with the good, was just that um, I felt like the Lord called him into my life because of my life circumstances and where I was, what the season of life I was in. When I met him, um, I needed a very special man. Mm -hmm. So the love, the support, the encouragement, you know, the fact that he's supportive of of all my ideas. Oh, I wanna start my own business. I wanna be an entrepreneur. He supports that. Oh, I want the kids to try this activity or, or this particular sport. He supports that. Or, you know, I feel like I need a weekend to myself with girls. He supports that so the fact that he's so supportive and the fact that um you know when I feel like there's something that needs attention into our relationship to strengthen us or something that needs attention because we need to overcome this particular thing mm-hmm. um he supports that even when it's hard yeah. and there are some things that we've dealt with that have been hard but um just, I want to highlight the fact that he's a blessing and he supports that. So I would think that the difficult thing that we've endured and, you know, the honest thing is that it, it probably will never go away just by virtue of us being an interracial uh, couple. And even though this is the year 2020, whatever, you know, it's still something for people to see, yeah. you know, so um you get people who like rubberneck, lash, looking like, you know, like it's something to see, like it's not something to see. For example, my daughter plays uh, hockey as well as being a figure skater. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we love being, you know, a, a, a skating family is going to the hockey games. And even though, you know, um, there are people of color involved in this amazing sport, for some odd reason, we still experience the whole, like, like I get looked at a lot. And, um, you know, I try to tell myself, don't necessarily take that as a negative thing. Maybe your hair was cute that day. (laughs) Maybe they're looking for a positive reason or maybe they're looking because you're the only black mom in there. And so that's frustrating for him sometimes because, um, he, know, he feels that like it's it's a negative thing. And, um, you know, we've had the experiences of being in a store or being in a place where, you know, he felt maybe I was being looked at a little bit too much and, and possibly profiled, you know? And so okay. there's that aspect of um, being in an interracial marriage. We We tend to notice it more because... Mm-hmm it happens a lot, you know, and so um, we just try not to let it bother us. And um, there's been other situations and, you know, he's dealt with them, I think, in a a positive way where he could have been a lot more macho about it. And Mm -hmm. he kind of, you know, uh, chewed it back and didn't get as upset as he could have because sometimes men don't like it. You know, just like I've noticed sometimes women Don't like it, so that's probably um, one of the hard things that we've dealt with, but always will. Yeah,
1: exactly. The nature of the relationship. Now, Terry, would you say it's the same? Even like from an African American perspective, have you gotten the looks from African American people? Like, oh wow, what's going on?
2: You do. I mean, because people are only people, and you know we're curious creatures, and so. you know, we, we tend to look and we tend to be people watchers. And um, yes, you know, we, I've, I've experienced it. And, um, you know, from my side of uh, culture and he's experienced it from his side. And okay. again, we we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, because like yeah. I said, you don't always want to assume the worst. But there are those times when it's just so blatantly obvious that yeah. a person has an issue with it. Um, like, you know, before we got married, and even when we were dating, I was in school. And you know, I had friends and, you know, it'd be like, Oh, so tell me about, you know, your family, or, you know, your guy or whatever, and I would say it, and that particular person would get kind of frowned up in the face, like, see, I don't like that. You know, our women this, that and the other and I'm just like, yeah, see, it's not about that. It's about being with the person that fulfills you, that makes you happy. And then I, I just put it out there. Look, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled riding. So um, my, my fiance does this, that, and the other. And he's like, well, you need to stay with him. And I'm <laughs> like, I will. <laughs> I plan to. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: yeah. And now, Terry, would you say these things have helped to strengthen your marriage?
2: Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. anything that... Um, comes into the relationship you know not so much that you bring this into the relationship but it just happens to you by virtue of being alive and by virtue of who you are Um, if it doesn't break you it will strengthen you and you know we've had other really difficult circumstances that I won't go into any detail but they were really hard and not only did it um, push us draw us closer together but Mm -hmm. it literally pushed us closer to the lord and so i'm just thinking you know the lord says there's no coincidences in the kingdom of god and so it could be that he allowed these things early on in our relationship so that we could be strong later on down the road and um so even though in in the earlier parts of our relationship we had some really hard situations happen. Looking Mm -hmm. back, I can say I'm grateful for it because um, it has has blessed us in the long run in terms of foolish arguments, like, really, what's that? You know, like, we overcame that way back then. Like, we're not going to fight about this, (laughs) you know? Or silly things like that, so. That's
1: good, Terry. And you know, Linda, I have to just bring you in because you're a product of an interracial relationship. I mean, your mother is African-American and your dad is Hispanic. Can you tell us a little bit about that perspective as a child growing up biracial? Honestly- Great question. don't
0: think of any difference. Honestly, you don't look at the color of the skin. You never really pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless somebody, of course, bring it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even paid attention to the point that I did not have a father that's African-America until we moved. Until I was grown and had kids of my own and I shared it with someone and she was like, what is it like to have a Hispanic father? And I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 is it the same of having an African American like I was like I don't I had to think about it like is there a difference? because I have schools uh, and stuff and it's like I don't think
1: yeah.
0: I never thought of it. But then again, I remember times going to the school mm-hmm. and people stare or yeah. um, now see it's different now. It's a little bit easier now. When you have to check race, there is more than one race.
2: But mm-hmm. so back
0: in the 70s and 80s, they didn't have that option. It was yeah. like, are you this or that? And yep. it's almost like I had to pick a parent. Yeah. You know, am I going to, you know, am I choosing my last name, you know, Medina? Or am I yeah. picking my skin color? You know what I mean? And it, I have that battle to go to. And it, 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 it's, just, it's, it's hard. You know, you, you have to figure out who you are.
2: But I love that response, Linda, because um, there truly is no difference. And just to add to that, you know, when I spoke earlier about what, what are one of the, the best things about my relationship with my husband, um, you know, I briefly mentioned that I needed someone, or I was praying for someone special to come into my life, someone special who would love my two sons as if they were his own. And um, my son is black. You know, and so with my husband being Caucasian, I it was never really a concern for me because love was the bottom line. And so the support was there. And so the love is there. The unconditional love is there. And so um, that's something else that just, you know, even in our dating, when I noticed that how he was with, you know, my, my sons, I was just like, this is the right person you just don't want to gamble with yeah. that you yeah. know and um so I'm, I'm really grateful that even though that lady asked you what I think it's kind of an ignorant question because you know it doesn't take uh ethnicity to be a great father and it doesn't take biology or DNA to be a great father it takes love That's and a willingness nice. To, to love good. a child so now,
0: Leslie, I have a question for you you marry someone from the same thing how mm-hmm. was the relationship or did that affect you in your um your um my mother yeah how how did that affect you well honestly and I, I go
1: back to what you ladies were both saying love wins I didn't even see him as okay he's hispanic yes naturally he yeah. is hispanic and the last name is obvious and his culture is is obvious but love wins you know you can yes. get past that barrier if you see it as a barrier i didn't see it as a barrier my mother embraced him right away wonderful because she saw that i was happy
2: yeah.
1: and i think that's the ultimate goal for our loved ones if they see that we're happy they yeah. have no other choice unless you're just totally selfish. You have no other choice yeah. but to want your, your loved one happy. In this case, want your daughter happy. My mother wanted me happy yeah. and she knew how picky I was. So obviously he must be some kind of person for me yeah. to accept him. So yeah, love wins. I love wins in all situations. We can get past that color barrier when we know that love is the ultimate goal. And I, think, I, I yeah. heard this one thing um, and I thought this was so powerful. A lesson to teach children about the differences um, about races. They said, take two eggs, one brown and one white, mm-hmm. but you crack them open. They both are the same. Yes.
0: Oh, I love That's that.
1: So good. That's such a good ideal to introduce it to children. Hey, we're yeah. all the same inside. We yeah. both bleed red. The yep. Only thing that makes us difference is our color and our culture, but that shouldn't be the hindrance to loving. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that, Leslie, uh, because it's true. And um, you know, just a funny thing. My husband is so silly. He always says, um, "I'm so glad that the world is not full of all one race, because it'd be boring. <laughs> 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 I don't want to see white people everywhere." <laughs> like, but you are white, but okay. And he's always, you know, reminding me how beautiful black women are, and um, how special and how unique we are. And so, um, he's right. You know, we don't need to be, for, for one, we weren't even created like that. We were created with this vast diversity and that's coming right. in all colors and shades. And and it should be love that wins, like you said, Les, mm-hmm. and not, you know, you got to stick to your own kind. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's so But I admit,
1: I was like that, though, Terry, growing up. I, all I wanted in my mind was, oh, I'm going to marry someone who's African-American. That's yeah. all I thought to to do, because that's all I knew. Yes. because that was kind of what was shared That's how we were brought up exactly but honestly did actually I mean...
0: think about it like did you did it actually come in your head saying that or like you were only looking that way like if, if yeah. another race come to you you're it was a turn off or because with it me, me it didn't So, mm-hmm. you know how did how did it happen like Were they not attracted? Like you wasn't attracted to that person or you just didn't, you know, like, what was that like?
1: Honestly, I don't know where it came from. I just know that um, I was gonna marry, in my mind, he Mm -hmm. was either gonna be, no, I take that back. I have one or two things. He was either gonna be black or African-American or Hispanic. So that was my thing. (laughs) But I wanted someone black because I felt that was what I was supposed to have. Right. yeah you felt
2: the same way I did not feel the same way um I honestly think that for me personally that's just what I was attracted to you know and um you tend to lean towards more of what you're attracted to yeah you know and uh so that's kind of how it happened for me. It was never a thing for me that, you know, he has to be this or he has to be that. Um, my thing is a preference, you know, and so I would, I would say that I would prefer this particular type of person, not to the point that, oh, I would never, you know, date a person of my own race or, you know, of course, you know, not that, um adamant about it but just for me it was a preference mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm. See, i never thought about it the closest i ever thought about it was i wanted to keep my last name
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny
0: you have to remember um being my skin color and mm-hmm. having medina as your last name a hispanic last name mm-hmm. it was a lot of work <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. dealing with that you don't know what I mean? yeah and finally, when I felt comfortable, and I know who I am, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to change it. I'm comfortable. Like, I yeah. know who I am. I, I'm a, I can accept this. I know, you know, like, nobody, I know what I,
2: I love I that.
0: Like, oh, wait, when you get married, you have to change your last name. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I want another Medina, which wasn't in our area. You know?
2: yeah. yeah, no, not where we grew up.
0: Just yeah, the no. last name wasn't in our area. It wasn't yes. a thing. It was just no other Medina in our yes. area. exactly, exactly. You know, then I'm like, I'll forget it.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> so That's too funny. Somebody. I lo- I love that you mentioned the name because I love my name. I love my last name. I'm proud to carry it, and I never wanted to hyphenate my name. I, you know, I just wanted to take on that name and and just be proud of that name. And so, it's that beautiful. I love that you say. You know, you just wanted to keep Medina, you know, <laughs> um, I'm okay with E-word, you know,
1: I'm love it. i okay with
2: that. For one, you're not going to see too many E-words that look like me, you know, so, um, you know, I'm just yeah. grateful that I get to, stand
0: out. it makes you feel special in one, yes. securing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling like, yeah, I'm the only, you know, Medina that's, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, you know, it just stand out, like you just, but you have to know yourself. Yes. And that's the battle of, of somebody asking, being mixed, asking, what are you? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are you? Because when I wear my hair curly, I look totally different than when I wear my hair straight. Yes. And yeah. it's like, well, what are you? And it's like that's the weirdest question. Like, what do you mean? What am I?
2: It's so friend. sad. You, you know, know,
0: you don't think, you know, or you'll you'll get used to saying mix. And I did not know a lot of people don't like the word, especially back then. Yes, people did not like the word mix because to them they felt like I wasn't claiming their race. Yeah. So I can't. And I just- we really
2: shouldn't <laughs> even. It shouldn't even be that serious. Like there has to be a hierarchy and which one you claim for. No
0: it is it, it
2: unfortunately it is yeah, yeah
0: you go through that and it's like you have to they the world tries to make you pick one of they try the
2: to define you
0: and they still do that today on those um forms now it says what race you are and it's a separate category for um yeah. are you hispanic or non-hispanic mm-hmm. and then yeah. it says african-american all this other stuff but not hispanic and i'm right. like what do i click <laughs> right
2: like, like it's still trying to make me pick one or the mm-hmm. other why can't I you know you know I love that you bring that up because for a while um I just stopped picking that box in terms of like job applications mm-hmm. because there's I think there's one now that says choose not to answer and just yeah choose not to answer because why is that significant mm-hmm. you know why are you gonna hire me because of or are you gonna h- not hire me because of so
0: Exactly. Um, how about
2: just interview me and find out whether you like me or not <laughs> or whether I'm a good but, fit for the, good for the role but good uh point.
1: good point Terry
2: yeah
1: and you know I have to go back to um the point of this podcast broadcast is it's about life's lessons and it's mm-hmm. about laughter and love and ultimately making relationships that last Terry what parting words would you give to someone who may be considering this and like oh or might even be a little judgmental, whatever thoughts might yeah. be about it, what can you share with someone, a young lady out there who yes. who wants to love, but she's unsure because yes. of the barrier of color?
2: That is a great question. And, um, you know, I don't know if I have the best or the wisest advice, but I would say, um, you know, don't limit yourself. Do not put yourself in a box because when love wins, it it comes in all different colors, shapes, sizes. And when we tend to lock ourselves into a particular, um, mindset or a particular, um, Whatever it is, like, oh, I would never date outside my race, or I will only date this particular kind of person, then there go the limits and and the walls go up. And so um, you've already maybe cut out maybe 50% of the wonderful opportunities for the most loving relationship that you could ever have. So I would just say, um, follow your heart and not necessarily your mind every single time because your mind may say, girl, now, you know, that's not a good choice because you're going to have to deal with this, that and the third, you know, but your heart is saying, he's kind to me. He respects me. That's he doesn't good. look like what I would normally try, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, say, I especially say this to women who have children uh, by one particular race, but maybe they meet someone of a different particular race, Mm -hmm. even in that scenario, if that person is showing you love and showing your child love and saying, Hey, I want to support you. I want to be a part of your life. I want to be a part of his or her life. Then give them that opportunity. That's good, Terry. Give them that opportunity because you never know what a Mm -hmm. blessing that might be to you and your children.
1: I love it. I love it. And you know, if you like what you heard today, and I'm sure you did, because this was some very, very insightful information. And we really appreciate you, Terry, sharing your heart with us.
2: Oh, my pleasure, lady.
1: Yeah. And if you guys like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to our channel so you can get more stories, more testimonies just like this, because really that's what it's about. It's about life's lessons, laughter, and love. What's our goal, Linda? To make relationships that last.
2: Yes, I yeah. love it. <laughs>
0: Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye, ladies. Thanks, Terry.